Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DestoProds.com video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. Joe, today we have Alex. I really need a better name. <laughs> Unfortunately, Caveman cannot be joining us once again this week. Uh, he is planning a wedding. His he's own, trying I think. on wedding dresses, that kind of thing. Yeah, he's trying on wedding cakes, sure, tasting I'm sure, dresses. Sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure he cuts a, a very nice figure, though. Oh, yeah. He he worked hard, but he managed to hit that wedding weight. Good to know. <laughs> well, yeah. And so um, we're going to be doing the standard thing that we do, like talking about the games and stuff. Um, this is going to be the E3 show. Because for those who don't know, E3 happened. Or I guess E3 has started officially. Is there anything left to go on? I thought they got. I thought they hit most of it. No, here's the thing. Like E3 officially started. I think today. Really? Yeah, like the actual like show floor. Oh, okay. Because I'm gonna say they've been talking about stuff for days now. Oh yeah, like uh, <clears throat> yeah. That, that's kind of always been the thing with E3. The, all the press conferences happened like a uh, before it used to be like a day zero kind of thing, where it was like where it was like uh. Microsoft, um, Sony, Ubisoft, and EA, they all just kind of sat down on, like, Monday or whatever, banged out all their fucking press conference shit, and then Tuesday the show started. So it was like, hey, yeah, this was happening. But over the the last few years, it's been kind of, like, stretching out further and further and further. Because now it's starting at, at like, fucking day negative two. Because they got more stuff to talk about. You'd think, but not really. No. Like, Sony. This is the worst E3 ever. Yeah, like, well, I wouldn't say that. Like, gaming is over. The, 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 dr- the dream is dead. The gaming is over. E3 is terrible. It's all over. Ah, where did it go wrong? Insert other. Probably around, probably around Mr. Caffeine. Yeah. Or Girlwood. God, that last Ubisoft press conference. I've been hearing that last podcast, that last Ubisoft press conference. Sorry, was just oh my god, it was so bad. Just Aisha Tyler fucking went and talked to some random guy in the crowd, and he's dressed up as a fucking like character from Syndicate, like a Assassin's Syndicate, and he just stands up and is like, "Uh, yeah, hi, I'm from a I'm from a cosplay place. Uh, Ubisoft paid me to be here." I don't think you're supposed to say that. No, and Aisha Tyler was just like trying to do what she can, just like, yeah, let's keep the thing going. Night fucking man rickets or whatever. And then that guy just like, wasn't great. and that guy just like wasn't getting it. She's like, all right, get a bail out of this one. All right, let's cut over to this fucking guy. You make things. You can follow That's a script. Like, yeah, they paid me, they paid they paid me to be here. You're not supposed to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, so um all the major press conferences have come and gone. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the EA one, Microsoft, Bethesda. Uh, PlayStation, Ubisoft, and Nintendo. I watched all of them. I only watched a little. I'm mostly running off the despair I heard from hearsay. (laughs) Okay, and uh, some of the things like uh, they have a bit of crossover. Like um, I started taking notes around the end of the Microsoft one, so I still but I still have like two pages of notes for uh, the other press conferences. Everything else I'm just kind of running off of. Memory and this stuff and anything that was mentioned in a later press conference, well, I'll just be fucking bundling in with the news as it comes. We have a real professional here. He took notes. Yeah, I, I, I have two pieces of paper here that I wrote on with a pen. 
Because whatever reason, that, because whatever reason, doing this makes me remember it more than typing it out in, in a fucking text document. So anyway, EA makes you remember. Okay, EA. What what happened at the EA thing? So EA, uh, they revealed the new Bioware IP. I saw that. It's yep. like Anthem. It's like Jetpack Iron Man. Kind of actually, Destiny yeah. Something. Yeah, uh, they yeah a full on um like gameplay demo was shown during the Microsoft press conference, but essentially it is. People on Alien World, uh, there are some people called freelancers who get into robot suits called javelins and go out into the world doing shit. Uh, it's a big um, open world kind of third person shooter thing. Co-op, you, like like drop and drop out co-op, I think. Um, it looks neat, I guess. Yeah, look looked pretty neat. Might want it has robots in it, and that usually means I'll play it for better or worse. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I it it looked like I said it looked cool. Like a lot of the stuff of this sh- a lot of the stuff of this show did look kind of cool. I just kind of don't care. It's hard to trust them after certain other things they've done in the past. Yeah, that might be that might be part of it. this came out before Mass Effect 3, people would probably be really into it, but people are like, ah, how are they going to screw this up? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is from the uh, arm of Bioware that made Knights of the Old Republic. I believe. Which is the good one. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, they showed off some of that. Uh, they showed off some of the new um, classes in that. Uh, you can play as Droidicas if you are into the prequels. You know, all those people who are fucking deep into the prequel stuff. I don't think many of those people exist, but I'm sure the five of them will enjoy it. Yeah, they uh, play. They showed a um, like kind of a live commentary, to, a live commentated or whatever, uh, like gameplay demo of like the multiplayer with the with the droids versus the clone troopers. I think clone troopers are stormtroopers. I'm. I'm not sure. I don't give an I don't give enough of a shit about Star Wars to be able to tell the difference at like first glance. And plus, it showed a lot of them from behind. And from behind, clone were they troopers, all white, or did they have red, or did they have red stripes on them? I didn't really see the front of them that much. Oh, okay, then I guess you won't know. Yep, but it was all in Naboo. There was uh, some there was some like a uh, air combat. You saw some like dogfighting combat, and it was like really terribly. It was really terribly uh, like commentated over because the people were trying to commentate like it was. Real esports, like it was a lot more exciting than it really was. Yeah, like like, like whenever somebody did something like wrong, it's like, oh, that's got to hurt. But it's like a dude flying a Y wing into a building. That is what's going to happen. It's some dude it's fucking. Not, that's not going to hurt. That's wild. That guy sucks. Yeah, it's some dude fucking barnstorming a goddamn uh like like a dude barnstorming in the middle of a fucking match. Like that is just what's going to happen in those fucking multiplayer matches when you give them flying capabilities. Uh, so there will also be a single player campaign in that, which hopefully means that it will actually have some fucking like substance behind it. Like that was one of the big problems people have with that first Battlefront game was just there wasn't enough of it. I mean, I'm assuming I never actually bought it. 
I was like, oh, multiplayer only. I don't care. Nope. So there will also be... um. There will be DLC for it because it's fucking 2017. Of course there will, but all the DLC. Of course there will. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. all the uh, DLC map modes and characters are apparently going to be free. That's surprisingly generous of them. Yeah, there won't be a season pass or anything. Gasp! But dramatic gasp. No season pass. Nope. They will have microtransactions. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean they got to make their money somehow. I mean. What do you what do you expect that what do you expect them to do? Make money off of the off of people buying their product? Come on, don't be stupid. Nah, nobody does that anymore. Yeah. After that, they kind of showed off the most interesting thing in their entire fucking press conference. A way out. So I assume you don't mean the door. Uh no. So A Way Out is a game from the developers of Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. And it is a co-op-only prison escape game. So basically, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, so you and a friend or some random on the internet each control one of two guys currently in prison, and then working together in a in a game that is entirely split-screen co-op. You have to try to escape that prison and then keep out of that prison. And it all has like a story mode on it too. What happens when you escape? You stop then, from getting then rearrested. Keep, then you keep escaping. Like uh, they sh- like they showed a bit with uh, you in a like you in a, like a getaway truck. Well, like w- one of the guys was driving the truck, while the other guy was in the back shooting the cops who were chasing him. Uh, like like you know some uh, like some of the uh, like the fugitive shit of just like running through the woods, jumping over fucking ravines and shit, try to escape. That sounds actually interesting. Yeah, I know, right? It, it was so weird, and it was just couched in the middle of this fucking press conference. Just not a whole lot of, e- not a whole lot of like fanfare e- behind it. But it was kind of <coughs> it was kind of the most interesting thing. Like even the guy who came out, the uh, creative director of it, he came out, and his whole thing it felt like it felt real. Like when he come when he came out talking about the game, like yeah, he hit the bullet points and stuff, but it felt like a real person talking and not like a fucking PR guy in a suit reading a teleprompter. Yeah, I hate I hate PR speak. Wish people would just tell it like it is. And this guy kind of did. Like he was he was up there. He like he was reacting. Like he was actually really happy. Like hey, you finally see my fucking game. This is gonna be awesome. And it yeah, so, so I'm it going really to, cool. I'm going to tell you in twenty ways nothing about this game because I don't want to tell you anything beyond buy it. Yeah, but he actually told us things about this game. That's nice to know. Like it is like like I said, it is only split screen. It is only split screen co op. And it is, you can play like with a buddy on a couch, which is kind of what he was kind of line that he was towing, or you could just do it online again with some rando or with a buddy. But I think they like intended it to be played, you know, two people sitting next to each other, working things out on the fly. Now go this way, man. You drive. And yeah, it looked. Watch real- out, the fuzz is behind us. It looked really cool, like really, really cool. There was all kinds of shit in it with like um. With like one guy being like one of the side of the split screen, like you know, being a bit bigger as it's in, as it's in the middle of a cutscene, than the other one having the other player be controllable and actually moving around doing things, and then having the two of you like working towards like similar goals, but from like totally different angles and seeing the other person. It this is really fucking cool. I I might have to get this. What's it for? Uh, 
you know, the regular stuff, PC, PS4, Xbox. PC, PS4, Xbox. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Fancy. Let me just double check that. Unfortunate name, though. Yep. Okay, yeah, I was right. PS4, Xbox, PC. Yeah, a way out. I I could just just picture them sitting at the conference and being like, and now we we present you a way out, and everyone cheers. Oh, yes, finally. It's like you're done finally. And some guy. No, no, no. We're only halfway through. Then some guy just pulls out like some weird oxygen tank. Just like, yes, I can finally escape. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, uh, Need for Speed Payback. It looked like Fast and Furious, but Need for Speed. I. Yay? Question mark. Yeah, I don't know. It's Need for Speed is weird. Like the last Need for Speed game I really like looked at and was like, yeah, fuck, this looks cool. Was that fucking was Hot Pursuit? Because I played that. And that game was a hell of a lot of fun. But and how many Need for Speeds ago was this? Uh, like three or four. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, just Need for Speed, man. It's you, there are cars; they go fast. There are cars; they drive. You crash people is like, it like you, Fast, Fast and Furious. Would like you get out of your car and shoot at people, or just, uh, just no, driving? It's, no, it's like Fast and Furious in like a uh, tone and stuff. Like, like the thing you're doing in the the thing you're doing in this is like robbing a truck, like on the like on the freeway, like in that first Fast and Furious movie. Oh, when they just like circled around the truck and. Yeah, like pretty much. Kind of robbed an information somehow. Okay. And it seems just kind of like that. Like it, like it looks good, but it looks like fucking Need for Speed, and I have Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, so I don't really need this. <laughs> Why would I play this when I can have play this older game? They're all the same. To me, at least, they kind of look the same. Like, yeah, I'm watching the gameplay of it right now, and it is just straight up. This is Need for Speed. Only it's got a slightly different HUD, and that's about it. Like, even these weird fucking, like, ghost arrow things showing you the direction you need to go, those are also in there. Yeah, you take up... You take up are pers- they, are you they take the same out- arrows as the last one, or did they change them? Uh, the old ones, I think, are orange. These ones are blue. Well, that's an improvement, I guess. Yeah, there's also yeah, there's also like a story mode where you play as like three different characters going to rob this car, going to rob this shit, all kinds of stuff. I I don't know. It, Need for Speed ain't for me, I guess. Uh, so moving on, uh, they showed stuff about a uh, Battlefield One, um, including new maps and night maps, which is apparently a big thing. Yeah, there'll be a new uh, there'll be a new thing coming out uh, in September, I believe. Yeah, it is the uh, it is a big new expansion pack uh, which comes with a uh, that. Uh, let me just look at this. Yeah, the name of the Czar expansion pack coming in September. Um, six of them will be tied to the you know to the name of the Czar expansion pack, with the other two coming out for Battlefield Premium members. 
Whereas uh, those are coming out, I believe, in June and in July. Both of them, I think, are night set ones. And then with the name of the Tsar, there'll be no single player component stuff, but it will be introducing new maps, weapons, vehicles, and more stuff. And you'll also be, play, you'll also be able to play as female soldiers. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's a major upgrade. Yeah, then sports. Just loads of fucking sports. Oh, oh joy. Just what we need. Another slightly updated version with new players with the same thing they've been releasing for the last decade plus. Pretty much. So FIFA 18, it is a it is a full-on sequel to last year's FIFA, where there will be a story mode following the story of Mr. Alex Hunter. Not only is it FIFA 18, it's probably the 18th game in the series at this point. Yeah, uh, FIFA 18 will also be coming out for the Switch, and it will be a different engine and not have the journey mode. Which is a big thing. Uh, Madden NFL 18. There will be a long shot story mode hosted by and featuring a actor from House of Cards. Oh boy. Yep. Yeah, it's um, Mahershala Ali. I can. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing the name wrong. He was in, yeah. He was in um, House of Cards. Moonlight, and he was uh, Cottonmouth in uh, Luke Cage. So he's going to be in that. They just they keep getting bigger and bigger names for those fucking sports games, and I do not understand how. Money. Yeah, then NBA Live 18. There'll be a oh demo boy. out for that in August. But yeah, it's more basketball. And finally, uh, they did kind of tie things all up by just saying that uh, for this week, uh, you'll be get you'll be able to get ac- you'll be able to get free access to EA and Origin access. Uh, you'll be able to access oh, the Vault yeah, or- of Freebies. Origin's still a thing. Yeah, you'll be able to access their uh, you know free stuff on in their Vault for a while. While PS4 users that don't have EA or Origin access will be able to get some other free trials from that. And the weirdest thing about kind of this entire, their entire press conference was their kind of reliance on YouTube personalities and like kind of out of place ones. Like, you ever heard of the YouTube channel Prank vs. Prank? I think I have, but I don't think I've ever watched one. Yeah, it's like this really shitty couple from LA who just keep playing pranks with one another. Well, for some reason, the guy of that relationship was there, like, on stage, helping, like, saying, like, hey, yeah, we're going to be, hey, I'm here, fucking, I'm a YouTube content creator, and I'm here talking about fucking video games, man. And the entire fucking press conference, they had, like, these circles of PCs with different Let's Players and YouTube guys on them. And it was really awkward. Was it anybody, like, people care about? Uh, I saw some guys from Achievement Hunter. Oh, well, that's not surprising. Yeah, uh, a few other guys that I'd never heard of. Uh, one guy who they kept coming back to, like, a, like when they were doing their live gameplay demo of the Star Wars Battlefront 2, they only had, like, four or five, like, feeds from the PCs, so they could only, like, spectate on four or five different players. And one of the guys they kept coming back to was Star Wars HQ. Because, I mean, obviously. If you got a guy named Star Wars HQ and playing Star Wars... That man's making money. 
of, of course you'd, uh, you know, cut to him all the time. Yeah. It's like, get it? Get it? He plays Star Wars, you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, where have we gone wrong? It's amazing. <laughs> anyway. Another free A. Microsoft was up next, and they started things off real weird. With a very hardware-centered focus on kind of their whole thing. So, last year they announced Project Scorpio, which is kind of their response to the PS4 Pro. It was a beefier, more powerful version of their Xbox console. The, the line they kept touting was, it's the world's most powerful console. They officially announced it as the Xbox One X. Uh, set a release date for it, with it coming out on November 7th of this year. At $500. Uh, It is their smallest console yet. Uh, It will have um, 4K upgrades for a few current Xbox One games, including Gears of War 4, Forza Horizon 3, Killer Instinct, Halo Wars 2, and Minecraft. Because, yeah. That's... Minecraft is something that needs to run at 4K. I know, right? You can really look at every every single pixel in the cheap graphics. No, it's actually funny. They actually, a little while after they announced that, someone from Mojang came out and actually said, hey, yeah, so we're, so we're releasing a Minecraft graphics update, which adds, like, realistic lighting and all that shit. Like, it's still all the same block stuff, like, but, like, the block textures look a bit more real. Uh, they have, like, better lighting and everything. It looks looks, like, way more like an actual video game. The blocks look more real. Yeah, like the block textures. They're just being pixels. It look kind of looks like it looks a bit more like actual rocks stuffed into a cube. Which is really weird. That's a really weird thing for That's, me to say. Uh, They're calling it, I think, the like the super duper update. Minecraft is really big, man. I I know it's they really need big. to do I'm something. Just, I'm just, I'm just like surprised. They're just like, hey, now the blocks look a little bit like real blocks. Yeah, you can find that's it. totally something you should get an upgrade for. Well, it's a free update that's coming. That's coming to kind of all versions, but I think they are like angling it towards like, hey, it'll look even better running at 4K. Woo! <sighs> yeah, so those, game, those games are getting free patches to run at 4K as part of. Microsoft's Xbox One X Enhanced program. And also, uh, over 30 third-party games will also be receiving um, 4K support for Xbox One X in, in the form of free patches, including Final Fantasy 15, Resident Evil 7, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and Rocket League. What those other games will be, we will find out as they are announced. And kind of the really big People thing about really all care that. if it's slightly or shiny. I mean, I just don't. I never really understood the point of that. Uh, it's like it's a little better looking. Uh, 4K has been kind of 4K has becoming more has becoming has like started becoming more and more of like an industry standard thing. And it's and like it it should it supposedly looks like four times better because you have four times the pixels in the same basically amount of space. Yeah, it's. 
I get where they're coming from. PC gaming is always, they're, they're trying to catch up to PC gaming. And PC gaming right now is banging the 4K drum real hard. Pretty much every console, pretty much every like time they release a new graphics card now, or even old ones, they will then test them. There will be like fucking article after article after article on like on like tech websites saying like, all right, so we right, so we ran these fucking things and started to check out um, like seeing how they run in 4K, like the 4K benchmarks for graphics cards are now the more are the more important ones than the uh, than the original uh, fucking things. Anyway, uh, final thing that is actually kind of cool about the new Xbox One X is that it will have backwards compatibility for original Xbox games. Really? Yeah. But not 360. Uh, no, 360 as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's part of the that Xbox. Makes a more yeah, sense like, then. It's part of the Xbox One's uh, full backwards compatibility thing. Like they have been adding more and more 360 games to that as times progress since the last E3. And now they are bringing in original Xboxes. So according to Phil Spencer, um, there was no real details about uh, this whole expansion thing yet, but he did say that the games will look and to play better on X-Bone. And he also revealed one of the games coming out for this, um, Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge. A game that has been apparently fucking demanded by the community. Because fuck, I guess. People De- are demanded. they're like, we, we must have this game or we riot. Crimson skies, motherfucker. Yeah, um, after all that happened, um, Albert Pinello from Microsoft uh, came onto Twitter and did say um, that your original Xbox discs will work, digital licenses will carry over, and you can system link play across all three generations of consoles. So that's weird. So. But kind of neat. You can link play with an original Xbox? I guess so. <laughs> if anybody has any that still work? I don't know. I think I think uh, like uh, my used video game retailer in town has one for like 30 bucks. Really? Uh, probably. You can go get one and you can link play with somebody with a, a Xbox One. That's got to be the shittiest thing. To be the guy at the fucking LAN party with the original Xbox. It's like, hey, yeah, we're doing some fucking throwback Halo System Link stuff. Everybody bring their Xbox. Like, can I bring my original Xbox? Yeah, fuck it, sure. Ah, <laughs> let me put it on my penny farthing. I I, I pictured a guy with an original Xbox and like really ratty old clothes. Yeah, just some shit from like a Salvation Army, but like, like a really bad Salvation Army. Sort, yeah, like or just dressed like a hobo. <laughs> Like, n- not not even just, just like, his, his original Xbox and, like, his bindle stick. Yeah, just like, a, just like a toque and, like, a really ratty army jacket. So, yeah, this functionality will be coming uh, later this year. And I'll be getting more details about that as we get closer to the launch of it. So, yeah, that is kind of neat and also really weird. So... Moving on, Assassin's Creed Origins. That has been officially confirmed as the next Assassin's Creed game. It will be uh, the latest in the is, is the latest installment. Uh, it goes back to Egypt and shows the birth of the Assassins Guild. So now you're assassinating people in Egypt. Yep. 
as opposed to a pirate. Yep. But don't or worry. In France. Yeah, but don't worry. We'll get to the pirate stuff. Because there were not one, but two full-on pirate-ass pirate games coming that were showed that were that were shown as in like fairly that were given like a fair amount of fanfare at the respective press conferences. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, you're playing as a Magi, one of the last of the Magi, kind of going around assassinating people who are fucking up Egypt that lead to the creation of the Assassin Brotherhood. You can, like, scale pyramids and shit. You have a bow and arrow. And you can do some, like, Zelda or Horizon shit. Like, they showed a five-minute gameplay demo of it where you, like, you know, ran up a wall, did Assassin's Creed shit, and then you were just standing in a tree. You jumped out of the tree and, like, slow-mo shot people in the face with a bow and arrow. Like you do in that new Zelda and that Horizon game, but it seems like the big things. Can you order? Can you order slaves to bludgeon your targets to death with bricks? Because that's you know, that that would complete the Egyptian image right there. <laughs> no, nah, now nah, remember, dude, this is like assassin stuff. They aren't into slavery. They're into fucking anarchy and shit. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. Yeah, so it looks like the big things that they're adding to this game are is um, RPG kind of elements. Like they show they show a thing in that gameplay demo where he like level where the guy levels up. This is like kind of walking around and all of a sudden like sparks and shit fly out of his ass and it's like level up, you have a new skill point. And there's also like loot drops when you kill people. Like he killed this one dude, and then his corpse was like glowing yellow, so he ran up and they got like a legendary bow out of it. Which that's, that just seems weird. I they're doing a really weird show with Assassin's Creed. Like the last one, the last one that I like, I think a lot of people like really enjoyed was that pirate one. And they just keep going. I think that's the last one everyone's really enjoyed. Like, yeah. Where do you go from pirates? Ninjas? <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't. No, instead they just said, "Hey, ready assassins! What, 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 what would ninjas really add to the equation?" I don't know, like smoke bombs. Wait, no, they already had smoke bombs. Yeah, I don't know. This seems like the most obvious one, and it's the one that you can't think of anything to. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so there was also a big, um, that was like a big like 30-minute gameplay demo over on Ubisoft stream afterwards. I didn't really get a chance to watch that, and it was mostly just like, hey, look, it's an open world. It's the desert and shit. We have this bird. This bird's a drone. Because, yeah, it's essentially, you, instead of having eagle vision, you have an eagle that you see through. That you can use to mark targets. Because, you know, it's a Ubisoft game. Yeah, I know. Ubisoft just keeps getting all their games just like more and more. Just, hey, yeah, fucking let's just get this shit down to every game is the same. God damn it. Oh, moving on. Uh, they announced that uh, the very popular PC MMORPG Black Desert, which I never fucking heard of. I'm going to say, yeah, I never heard of that either. Yeah, it's coming Expo next year. When I saw that. It's a big old fucking thing. It's, I think, Korean. 
It looks Korean. Yep, Korean. Black Desert Online. A sandbox-oriented yes, MMO. Korean. Yes, it was making its console debut uh, in early 18 on Xbone. Uh, it's uh, Pearl Abyss, the developer of it, are working with Microsoft to make the game playable on the Xbone in 4K. Of course. Yeah, because everything needs to be 4K. That's probably the first thing they said, too. It's 4K! Yeah, it's like, listen, bitch, 4K. Uh, Crackdown 3 has a, has a release date now. It's an actual real thing that's happening. Terry Crews is involved. You know that guy? You that guy who like everybody loves? Uh, yeah, I know everybody, everybody loves him. I'm not c- quite sure yeah, why. Although, because I, also, I also find him endearing somehow. Yeah, because you that that's why. Like everybody's like, yeah, fucking crackdown, whatever. I know what it is, but then there's like, hey, dude, Terry Cruz is in it. You waited like that fucking old spice commercial. And like the beginning of the fucking what? E3 trailer is just like fucking Terry Cruz just going off and being Terry Cruz while dressed like an agent from Crackdown. And then he gets into the gameplay, and the game looks rough. It looks like Crackdown rough 2. Rough is in hard or rough is in poorly designed. Rough is in it looks graphically like Crackdown 2. And that was on what generation? Uh, last generation. Okay. Yeah, like it, it looks like Crackdown, and like there's more shit happening on screen, but it all like graphically looks like fucking the old fucking Crackdown games. You know, the one from fucking 10 years ago. Yeah, you're still running around collecting orbs and shit. And the game will be coming to on November 7th to Xbox and PC on Xbox One X. It will have HDR and 4K naturally. And this is actually kind of the first uh, the first real time Microsoft has spoken about Crackdown 3 in a while. Like they announced it a, like they announced it a few years back, but then it hasn't really nothing has really come of it at all. Like at all. It was, yeah, I don't know. Crackdown is, Crackdown is kind of a weird thing. Also a weird thing, a Dragon Ball Z fighting game from the makers of fucking Guilty Gear. Yep. I saw that. Yep. Dragon Ball Fighter Z is a 2D fighting game, 3v3. Uh, the they showed off a trailer for it. Uh, it has Goku, Vegeta, Cell, Frieza, Majin Buu, and obviously probably more. Uh, slated for release in early 2018. Yeah, I watched that trailer and everybody and like I was watching people reacting to the, like the stuff I was watching, like the giant bomb talks over the press conference stuff. And yeah. they just started freaking the fuck out. Like uh, Ben Pack and Vinny, they just started like, oh my god, fucking Dragon Balls, yeah, real fighting games. Yeah, people people are really hyped for that for some reason. It looks really good. It's it's not like, you know, their other kind of sort of fighting games. Yeah, this is like a full-on for realsies fighting game. And it looks like it. And it looks fucking great because it's running off that Guilty Gear tech. 
Like, do you ever did you ever like play or look at like Guilty Gear Xrd? I don't remember. I've I've played them in the past, but uh, which one is is that the most recent one? Uh, yeah, Xrd were Xrd, and uh, they did a sequel to Xrd. But yeah, those are the two most recent ones, and they look fucking great. Like, like all the backgrounds are like the level you would expect from like you know this studio, but then all the characters they look like they're two D characters until you turn them on the side and it's like oh shit they're fucking polygonal. Surprise! Yeah, and it looks fucking phenomenal, and that's exactly what this game looks like. Only it's you know three v three, and it's three v three Dragon Ball, so it's just fucking particle effects and lightning and shit, just just screaming, just never stopping screaming. It looks really cool. It was also just really weird seeing like a Dragon Ball fighting game on stage at a E3 press conference. Well, Dragon Ball's like mainstream now, isn't it? I guess now it is, yeah. Like they they are the movies and like real theaters and stuff now. Yeah, but it's that it's still anime though. Like and it's only it's like mainly like Japanese theaters. I think it's like only in very limited run theaters over here. That's still more than it used to get. Yeah. Anyway, that looks kind of cool. Forza Motorsports. Yeah, Forza Motorsports 7, however, just kind of looked like Forza. They continued that thing of having a real car show up on stage during a Microsoft press conference to fucking talk about Forza. Of course. The Microsoft, they can do that. Yeah, and like, apparently the studio developing those games has actually like formed an official business relationship with fucking Porsche. So, that's like, so like, the of course. car. Yes, They're Microsoft, like, they can do that. Yeah, like the car they showed up on stage was actually the worldwide premiere debut of that car. Yeah, the 2018 Porsche GT 911 2RS. Woo. Well, if the Transformers movies do it, I guess Microsoft can too. Yeah, and actually that car did look a lot like Jazz. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, so uh, the game's coming out on October 3rd for X-Bone and PC. It'll be running at native 4K on Xbone X at 60 FPS. Um, there are over 700 cars in the game, apparently, including that new fucking fancy ass car or whatever. Like I said, I hope the car they br- they brought on stage is in the game. Yep, uh, they will be having the uh, f- the they'll be having the Huffit Mountain Pass, um, a new weather system with like dynamic puddles and shit. I don't know. It's a fucking racing game. Racing games aren't my shit. <laughs> no. They're not really mine either, unless you can also get out and smash things. <laughs> oh, you're one of those people. Yeah. Anywho. Moving on. Uh, the ID and Xbox uh, little block of games actually had some kind of interesting shit in that. Uh, so first up, uh, we they officially have a release date for Cuphead. That fucking awesome looking 2D platforming shooter thing. 
where a guy with a cup for a head makes sells his soul to the devil or whatever. Uh, that is coming out on September 29th to the X-Bone and to Windows 10. I have been goddamn waiting to hear anything about that fucking game for years now. Or at least what feels like years. I think it's only been a year. Yeah, you- Do they say anything else about it besides when it's coming out? Uh, no, uh, because most of the other stuff they've said about it, they have, because most of the other stuff need to be said about it has already been said. Like this game was announced a while ago, like at least a, at least a year or two ago. Oh yeah, uh, okay, actually three years ago at uh, E3 2014. Well, it's about time. Yeah, they they kind of show the game at E3. Then it looks like from this information I'm reading, the game. And yeah, it all looks like it all looks like fucking colorized steamboat Willie shit. Like everything, the characters, the world, the gameplay, the bosses. It all looks like that era of cartoons. But it's all fucking playable in like a fucking Mega Man style fucking game. And it looks <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah, it's officially coming out. September 29th, and I cannot fucking wait. I'm going to say that sounds uh, sounds like it might be interesting. Yeah. So, moving on, uh, the developers from the developers of uh, Goat Simulator, Coffee Stain Studios, have announced the, a brand new shooter for the X-Bone called Deep Rock Galactic. Are goats involved? No, not at all. I'm surprised. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the game is a team-based shooter with a focus on kind of crafting. Um, you're playing as, I think, a group of dwarves. They kind of like head, they kind of like head down into this world in this, real, in this weird like low-poly graphic kind of thing where they all of a sudden swarm by like a huge army of crabs and start fighting them off. It's like, hey, fuck, keep them, keep them back doing this shit. And it is all that shit happening, and then it just kind of ends with the tagline, Danger, Darkness, Dwarves. Dwarves versus crabs. That sounds like the punchline of something. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, no release date was announced for that, and it wasn't really announced if it was a console-exclusive thing either. Yeah, that's happening. It, It looks neat. I probably won't play it. I'm not really that high on like you know team based things because I don't really have friends to play in a team. I also don't like crafting. You're not a big fan of dwarves and crabs. I like dwarves fine enough. I play them in D and D. What about crabs? Crabs are hit or miss. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, after that, uh, Ori and the Blind Forest is getting a sequel. You ever play that? Nope, never heard of it. Ori in the Blind Forest is a real, like, fucking art house looking 2D platformer. And it is real fucking good. It is a, yeah, it's a platformer that is kind of like Metroidvania E, where you just have this big open world and you get powers as you go along. And, like, the game looks like it's some kind of like, oh, yeah, it's some art house thing, so it's not a real game. That shit is fucking game ass game. Like, it is hard as hell. And it was real fucking cool. And they're getting a sequel to it. 
Uh, the game is called Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Uh, it's coming to X-Bone and PC. Uh, no release date was announced for it. Uh, but there is a cinematic trailer out there you can look at. Um, from the looks of it, they've updated the art style or at least the graphic tech behind it a bit. So that things now kind of like look a bit more polygonal instead of in the more traditional art style. Yeah, it looks really fucking cool. I loved that first game. I kind of want to see where they go with this. Yeah, it looks pretty neat. What's the first one for? Uh, first one is Xbox 360 and PC, I believe. Huh. Yeah, they have a they have a, like a big fucking definitive edition on Steam right now for like I think ten bucks. Oh really? I might have to give that a try. Let me just double check that. We're in the Blind Forest on Steam. Yep, Defender Division. Um, well, right now it's on sale. Yeah, it's on sale for half price for ten bucks. Yeah. So what's the uh, trailer show? Uh, it shows uh, this giant owl thing that was in the previous game, like just wholly, horribly fucked up and dead. The force is getting destroyed and shit. It's kind of neat. It looks fucking it, yeah. like I said. It, like I said, nice. it looks. It it's looks always nice when forests get destroyed. Yeah, it looks beautiful. It has all kind. It has really great gameplay and stuff. Uh, after that, they showed off two other indie titles. Look up more of them that don't really. I've never, I've never even heard of before now. Uh, one of them is called uh, The Last Night. Uh, it's a cyberpunk adventure game where it looks like the world is like fully polygonal, like real and like rendered and stuff, but all the people in it are like uh, pixels. It's apparently a cinematic platformer, according to the internet. Does that, does that mean a lot of quick time events? I don't know. I'm going to say, well, what's the cinematic platformer mean? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they, they showed off that trailer, and it looked it, it looked really cool. Like, the art style was really neat on it. Uh, like I said, with like these really detailed backgrounds, and then just these pixelated people. That's some kind of like post-apocalyptic, post-dystopian like, cyberpunk shit. Uh, the other one they showed was a bit on the other end of the spectrum, uh, The Artful Escape. Where you are some weird, like, techno-flower-child-looking motherfucker playing a guitar and jumping on shit. It's kind of hard to describe, but it... If I knew anything about I think it, you it described might be, it quite well, right there. Yeah, if I knew anything about it, it might look, it might be cool. But like I said, I do not know dick about either of these two games. This guy said, "Like, hey, yeah, fucking, we're doing this shit. I don't know." Surprise! Basically, yeah, this was this was just like, hey, it's a game. Surprise, fuck asses. Ah, so, uh, Tacoma. Following up that, uh, they had they had previously announced that at a different E3 press conference, having delayed it, 
uh, having to lay the game. Uh, Tacoma is the new game from the developers of Gone Home, Fulbright. Uh, the game was delayed last year, but now they have a now they have a new release date. It is coming to PC and Xbox One this August, August second. It's some kind of it's some kind of weird future game where like everything is kind of controlled with a uh, like sign language almost. It seems like it might it seems like it might be another like walking simulator kind of thing, but that company makes good walking simulators, so we'll see. Controlled through sign language. It looked like it anyway. That's uh I don't think I've I don't think I've heard of that one before. Yeah. You ever heard of Lucky's Tale? That's a new one. I have, but uh, I'm not quite sure what it was. It was a VR character platformer. Kind of, you know, an Oculus thing. Like, hey, yeah, like we got this cute little fox thing that hits things with its tail and you play it with VR. Oh, yeah. Well, they announced a new version of that without the VR. Good. The VR is kind of. Which, pointless half the time. I've which, never played a I've never played a good VR game I could think of. Weirdly enough, the V the VR list version is called Super Lucky's Tale. So that's think, ironic. Yeah, the thing that's super about it is they took out the feature, like one of the futuristic features of it. <laughs> and yeah, so that game will be launching um on November seventh. It's a Xbox Play Anywhere title, so you get it on Xbox, you can play it on PC. Yeah, that's happening. Also happening, a Life is Strange prequel game. So it's called uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm. It will be a three-episode series, um, and it will be uh, focusing on Chloe before Max gets to town, as well as Rachel Amber. Yeah, for those who don't know, in the game... Life is Strange, you play as Max Caulfield, who is who is reunited with a friend, Chloe. They're trying to investigate the disappearance of this girl, Rachel Amber. This game is about Chloe and Rachel, and they're burgeoning whatever. Presumably. They haven't really said much about the story. They just kind of showed off, like, hey, yeah, you know, Chloe, here's her with, like, brown hair. Because in the other game, she had blue one. But now it's brown. So, you know, this happens before. Voice. That was a big thing. Yeah. Because of the, uh, the voice actor strike, they had to recast her. Yes, they did. Um, Ashley Birch, who... Which is apparently still going on. Yeah. Ashley Birch was the voice of Chloe in the original game. Uh, They replaced her voice actress in this game. However, Birch is still involved in the project. It's just she isn't doing the voice because of the current voice actor strike. But still wanted to be involved. I don't know. The voice actor strike is a thing that's happened, and I I haven't looked that much into it. I haven't heard much. I thought it was over. Yeah, like, so I not actually. Like, I, I heard that initial thing. I was like, hey, yeah, voice actors going on strike. And like, there was that march of like people, like voice actors holding signs saying, like, hey, we're real people too. God damn it. And then I didn't really hear anything yeah, else about it. And now just like, that. yeah, so I can't really work on it because of the voice actor strike, but I got a fucking scab to fill in, so we're good. But yeah, that is so life before the storm. Life is strange before the storm is three episode little arc. The first episode is coming out August 31st. 
They announced a new Metro game too. Metro Exodus. Which appears to be mostly set on the surface. Like, uh, for those who don't know, um, the Metro games are based on this, like, book series from Russia where it's a bunch of people living in the Metro, living in, like, the subway tunnels of Moscow after the world got fucking nuked. Of course. Yeah, so in this one, though, a good chunk of the gameplay was, like, above ground in, like, the actual surface. Which seems like an odd thing, taking the series called Metro. Well, I guess that's why it's called Exodus. Because they're leaving the Metro and going elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the thing was the thing was officially announced for X-Bone and PC coming in 2018. After the press conference, uh, Deep Silver, the publisher of the game, did confirm that the game will be coming to PS4 in 2018 as well. And it's a sandbox survival kind of thing with a, like this big whole world, a like nonlinear levels in a story that spans over an entire year. So yeah, do you play any of the Metro games? Nope. <laughs> I think I played. Uh, I played a bit of that first Metro game. I didn't get too deep into it. I, I keep meaning to. I keep like reinstalling it, then uninstalling it, then reinstalling it. Yeah, I got a buddy of mine, uh, James, who keeps just texting me like whenever anything Metro happens. Like, dude, new Metro, fucking yes! I need Metro, that shit. All right. I always wanted to be a Russian guy who hides out in the subway tunnels. Yeah. So, Minecraft... Uh, What's the difference between that and Fallout? Is there, like, no zombies or creatures or anything like uh, that? No, no, time? there are creatures. It's just a lot more uh, dark. Like, like, Fallout, it, like Fallout, Fallout, you go to that world, and it's, like, all the Americans and stuff, and they're, like, fucking mutant people, and you're spending a lot of time on the surface, and there's, like, no real underground stuff, and there's, like, a whole, like this whole other, like, 1950 civilization. In Metro, it's in Russia. And so it has Russian sensibilities about everything. You're spending the majority of your time underground. It is, you, you have like a cloth map that you have to look at and like a lighter you have to use in order to look at it. Ammo is very scarce and you use, you use ammo as money too. Also like aliens are part of the main story or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Also, also, um, that's also the Metro games were a lot more linear and more shooter focused. They weren't really RPGs. But yeah, anyway, Minecraft. Talked a bit about that with that new fucking graphics pack because that's what fucking Minecraft needed. This one needs better looking bricks. Yeah, I'm actually just going to read what the fucking website says about this goddamn pack. The super duper graphics pack features, quote, Dynamic shadows, lighting that streams through fog, movement in the leaves and grass, new textures for mobs and villagers, directional lighting, edge highlighting, and more. It'll also be getting crossplay with the Switch. They might as well have just, like, put one word in that whole, replace that whole sentence with just, like, one word, shiny. Yeah. We make it look better. Shinier. Like I, 
Like, I just want to say this just for posterity's sake. We don't really have anything against Minecraft. No, no, no. Minecraft is fun. Yeah, like, Minecraft is a fine game. But Minecraft's, and, like, Minecraft's charm is how cheap-looking it, it, it is. Yeah, like, this Minecraft isn't the kind of game that you need fucking... Nobody, nobody's out there fucking like spending thousands of dollars on graphic cards tech and graphic card technology in order to get Minecraft to run at fucking a thousand FPS at fucking like nine K resolution or whatever. Anyway, you ever hear a player unknowns battlegrounds? I have. That's coming to Expo this year. As these announcements keep happening, it just kind of seems like more and more Xbox is just like trying to make their console a PC. Pretty much. I mean, they might as well just. They're like, we need the consoles because we've invested too much money into Xbox to just give up now. Yeah, we don't make enough money selling fucking PCs. People just buy their own fucking parts for that shit. You think we get, <laughs> you think we get a case of that fucking? No, there, there is no Windows graphics card. Fucking Team Green assholes. Yet. Yeah, that'll be the day. Fucking Team Green versus Team Red versus Team Blue. Those cards are garbage, probably. Yeah, so Player Unknown's Battlegrounds will be coming to X-Bone later this year as a console launch exclusive, suggesting that it could potentially come to PS4, but not until later. Yeah, I've been seeing like more and more videos about that, and I haven't really, I haven't really gotten into that at all. It hasn't really seemed like a kind of thing that I'd be interested in, because it's just like a hundred, it's like hundred people fucking parachute onto this island, then try to murder each other. Like I'm kind of really shitty at shooters to begin with, so it seems like a game I would play for five minutes and then die, then I have to sit for the fucking next hour for the rest of the match. Ah, end. stop killing me! I'm done. I quit. <laughs> How dare you kill me in a shooter game? No, like like kill like being killed in a shooter game is like fine. I know. I am used to that. It's just being killed in a shooter game and then like I don't think you have to come back once you die. Wait, you only get to play the game once? Like I, th- I think it's like once per or is like, it- like like once per drop or something. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't spent a lot of time with that game. I I don't really find that interesting. Something I do find very interesting, though, is Sea of Thieves. That it looks really cool. It is a new game from Rare where you play as a pirate on a pirate ship. Crewed by other players. And you can fucking dive into the ocean and, like, steal treasure from sunken ships and shit. And, like, fight other pirate ships and, like, jump over to their fucking ships and kill all their dudes and then take over their ships and take all their shit on it. Is it crewed by other players? Yeah. Well, like you, like you, so you can like you can like get a multiplayer guy be like be like, hey, random person from online, you're my helmsman. Yeah, essentially. Drive the ship. Yeah, essentially. Really? Yeah. Like you dive down there, like fucking like this, like the, they showed a gameplay demo of it, a big thing of it. You're like in a, you're like in a sunken ship, uh, picking up like uh, picking picking up different things from like this uh sunken ship, trying to run, trying to outrun like sharks and shit as they're chasing you back to your ship. Coming up to like coming across like an enemy pirate ship and then getting into like a full on fucking sea battle. Yeah, it just seems like this big pirate MMO kind of thing. 
Hmm. And it looks really cool. I like pirates. Yeah, pirates are really cool, dude. Like, especially in fucking video games now. This is kind of like... We're kind of getting closer to, like, maximum piratage. And what's also really cool is it has, like, a very... It has a very, like, rare cartoony art style to it. So things don't... So it looks like it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like, you can, you can fucking load yourself into a cannon and launch yourself out of that cannon. And then land without taking any damage. Like, there was a thing with... Uh, we're like, oh, yeah, we're coming to this island... And so like, hey, is the island clear? Yeah, it's clear. And then just fucking poof, get flung, flung out of it. Looks like a big open world kind of thing. It's really cool. It's like the, it's like deploy the robots. No, that'll take too long. Just stuff me in the cannon. Basically, yeah. You, How would you get back to the ship, though? You swim. Oh. Yeah, you just fucking just swim there. Or there will be a catapult on the island that you use to catapult yourself to the fucking boat. I'm going to say you could, you could bring a, can, a cannon with you, stick it on the shore, and just load yourself into the cannon and shoot yourself back to the ship. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And hope you don't miss. Uh, yeah, if you haven't got a chance to like, check out anything for Sea of Thieves, really do it. It looks fucking awesome. I'm, lo- I'm looking at it right now. I'm... I'm- I think I want to play this game. Yeah, totally, dude, right? I don't know if it's coming to PC. I want to be a pirate. I don't know if it's coming to... Yeah, okay, it is coming to PC. I mean, probably. I really hope it fucking does. I want to play this game, and I don't want yeah, to have yeah, to buy yeah. a fucking Xbox, X-Bone to play Xbox it. One and, X- Xbox One and Windows 10, so yeah, PC. Well, I'm running Windows 10, dog, so I'm fucking good. All right. All right, and last thing... I guess last thing mentioning because this fucking article I'm reading that shows all the news listed alphabetically. Uh, State of Decay 2. I do not know shit about State of Decay. Have you ever ever heard of it? Ever played it? I did not hear whatever you just said. State of Decay. State of Decay. I've heard of it. I've never played it. I don't know much about it, but I have heard the name before. Yeah, State of Decay 2. It's been getting like a lot of fairly big coverage on like the like and everybody sees it like, oh fuck, yeah, State of Decay 2, that fucking thing. It's like a survival game, third person thing, open world, co-op gameplay with three other players. What you would expect coming early coming spring twenty eighteen. To Windows and Xbone. Yeah, just no interest in that fucking game. I guess. I mean, you just talked about the most amazing pirate game I've ever seen, so, you know. <laughs> oh, we'll get to it. Just, we'll we'll get to one of the most amazing fucking pirate games you've ever seen. Oh, really? I mean, I'm going to I'm going to say comp- compared to like just looking at that, you know. State of Decay just can't compare. Yeah. So, moving on to Bethesda. So, Bethesda started things off with VR. And they also had this weird. And they also had oh, a. We- joy. Yeah, they also had a weird kind of display thing for their fucking press conference where every time they like they cut away from a game, they went to this like cheesy like Fallout style paper cutout like kind of thing of like Bethesda Land, going to all these different attractions, looking at all this shit. So yeah, they revealed uh they announced Fallout Four VR and Doom VFR. 
which I assume stands for virtual fucking reality. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, with, uh, with like Doom VR, they do the teleporting thing where you will like choose a spot on the floor and you just kind of bamf to it and then you can like shoot around and then you just kind of turn around and shoot like that. But with uh, Fallout 4 VR, it looks like you actually have like free movement. And they kind of showed that off with um, when they kind of went into Skyrim VR later in Sony, where it was also free movement and stuff, and you have like control of your hands and whatever. But it's really weird why they would do that for for uh, Fallout 4 and Skyrim, but not Doom. Really don't know why that's happening. Uh, after that, they went into Elder Scrolls Online. Because that game apparently is, like, good. And people keep playing it. Yeah. Apparently a lot of people play it. It's the second most popular MMO after World of Warcraft, I've heard. Apparently. Yeah. So at the press conference, uh, they announced there will be... Uh, Two new places coming to that, um, Horns of the Rich and Clockwork City. Pretty sure I got those titles down right. As well as a Morrowind expansion pack. Uh, I guess we're never getting an Elder Scrolls 6 now. I mean, probably not. They're just going to, I mean, it's like how we never got another Warcraft game, I don't think, after WoW started. Because they could just put more stuff on WoW. Yeah, instead they'll, instead they'll, be, con- they'll be continuously updating Elder Scrolls Online and releasing updated versions of Skyrim. But speaking of Skyrim, after the ESO stuff, they announced the Creation Club, which is their second attempt oh. at paid mods. Oh, that did not go over well with the people I was talking to. No, it did not. But uh, that was Steam paid mods. This is Bethesda specific paid mods. Yeah, that didn't go over well either. Yeah. So so with this, what it'll be is uh, Bethesda will be. Bethesda will have like their own like pool of creators, like people from Bethesda, as well as some like the as well as some like the best content creators from the community, and then they'll be kind of pooling their resources and putting those out for sale using in-game currency. There'll be fucking like Bethesda bucks or whatever that they can buy that will then translate over into some <sighs> real-world money value for you to buy these fucking mods. The, and that's all coming out this summer, and. This seems like kind of a better way to go with it than just, hey, blanket across Steam. You're going to be paying for mods now. This is kind of a, like, more, this is Bethesda-only thing. It still seems kind of shitty. But I can guess I can kind of understand where they're coming from with it. But anyway. They also had that fucking... I don't know. They also had that, they also had that fucking Legends card game. Because now the because now instead of MOBAs, everybody's making fucking collectible card games. Of course. Yeah, so the, the Elder Scrolls Legends will be getting uh, a Dark Brotherhood, some Dark Brotherhood story content. Uh, official tournaments in it. Skyrim stuff that'll be coming at the end of the month to the, you know, version of the game that are out right now. And the game itself will be coming to iOS and Android tablets next month. Kind of surprised it took him that long to get it on a tablet. 
Tablet seems the kind of place people play that more. Skyrim's also coming to the tablet, Switch. But I don't think I've ever played any games on it. Yeah, but like I think you have, but you also have like consoles and PCs and stuff, right? I I do, yeah. Yeah, I think like most. I think, I think they're like mainly aiming for people who like go out a lot and like play games on the go. Uh, my 3ds for that. Yeah, exactly. And my Vita. <laughs> and clearly, I am not part of this market. No, but hey, I'll be able to play Undertale on the go now. I guess. Because oh, Undertale's boy. coming to the fucking Vita. Anywho, Skyrim is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Because of course it fucking is. When did Skyrim come out originally? 2012? 2011? I think it was the very end of 11, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. And they're still milking it now. They are still putting shit out for it. Yeah, November 11th, 2011. Yeah, so it's coming to the Switch. Uh, they showed off like they have like a standard controls for it, which is like control or whatever. But you can also use motion controls using the Joy Cons. And if you tap a Breath of the Wild Link amiibo to it, you'll be able to dress up your fucking Dragonborn like Link. That's, I'm pretty sure there's like ten mods to do that already, but okay. Yes, but now you can do it while giving Nintendo money. Oh boy. And it's only Breath of the Wild Link. So you're in the blue tunic. Did they at least throw in the Master Sword? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, they did. And the Hylian Shield thing. Oh, okay. Oh. And his long flowing blonde locks. That that that, that gear's probably gonna fucking suck. Probably won't probably. even steal. Probably won't even steal the souls of the people it kills. I mean, their favorite gear to advertise in Skyrim was like the very, very basic Viking gear that you get like five minutes into the game. Yeah, and is quickly made obsolete. Yeah. So you know, like by the end of that game, I was fucking running around with like the full like demon armor, with, with like fucking nine different daggers I was given from fucking gods. Because I was Pretty playing, yeah, you'll be like, all right, Link, Link's, Link's tunic, that's cool. I'm gonna go put my dragon plate armor on now. And I was like, oh, the master sword, that's neat. I'm just gonna keep, I'm just gonna keep this dagger that drives people crazy. <sighs> dagger that instantly kills that I got from a vengeful god. Yeah, I was like, I'm mostly playing an archer, so I'm good. Uh, moving on from there, they announced a new kind of expansion, new th- a whole new expansion thing for Dishonored 2, uh, kind of following in the line of the like the big expansion pack they released for uh, Dishonored 1, where you got to play as a whole new character. So this is called uh, Dishonored Death of the Outsider, and you are trying to kill the Outsider. He's a fairly significant character in the mythos of Dishonored. He's the guy who like gives you your powers. And so you're playing as two new characters to try to kill him. And they're coming out September 15th. I guess he's not giving them powers then. Uh, no, they have powers, but I think they are powers from a different source. Because the because one of the ladies, I'm she has like a... I guess he didn't give them the powers if they're trying to kill him. Yeah, like a, 
it's two yes yeah, so it's two characters, a guy and a lady, because Dishonored two. And the lady of has course. like and the lady has like a gem robotic eye and like a mechanical hand and shit. Like instead of having a hidden blade, I think her arm just turns into the blade. So she has alchemy. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, after that, Quake Champions. They should have a bit more of that. Um, they announced that BJ Blaskovich from Wolfenstein will be a playable character in that. And that it will be playable at the Quake World Championships uh, at QuakeCon this year. So yeah, Quake. It's happening, motherfuckers. Yo, yeah. Uh, they announced the Evil Within 2, because apparently the Evil Within did well enough for a sequel. Surprisingly. Yeah, I... That game seemed like it didn't do very well. And yet it did. Like, everything I heard about it was just like, oh yeah, fucking fuck or this game. Or they're just really desperate. Or they're really desperate. Well, I'm, I'm going to assume desperate because it's coming out on October 13th. You know, Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday, October yeah, the 13th, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. fucking ooh, ooh, it's spooky. Also, they've changed if the it, aesthetic. Works. Oh, yeah, also, they've changed the aesthetic to a bit more like a milk aesthetic. Because they showed off a cinematic trailer and every time anything happened just like ass loads of milk or like some weird milky white liquid just start pouring out of everything. And like all the promotional material I've seen for it so has you're been killing like, it, so good. I'm going to say, so you're killing the, the robots from alien then. Ah, probably. I mean, you yeah, fucking bitch. That's the only thing I can think of that bleeds milk. Fucking bitch. We're just going to pop out. Just like, <laughs> just start barfing milk on you. Yeah. And the last thing, kind of the best thing in their whole fucking press conference, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, a sequel to Wolfenstein, The New Order. BJ Blaskovich is New back. New Colossus. Yep, BJ Blaskovich is back, and he is fighting Nazis on American soil. Well, everybody else is dropping fucking acid. And I mean that literally. There is a point in that game where a lady goes off and kills a Nazi while her partner stays behind. Then that guy drops some, drops some fucking LSD and then a fucking cartoon chameleon crawls out of his fucking head and he goes and picks it up before he goes out to fight Nazis. I mean, that's probably the best way to fight Nazis, really. Absolutely. That game looks really fucking cool. I is there, is there like is there like a, a colossus in it? Like a big I think I think it's I think it's just like big old thing? fuck off robots. Like you're fighting oh, mechs and I'm, shit. I like mechs. Yeah, you're fighting mechs. There are big robot dogs. Like the trailer leading into it was like a lassie kind of thing where where was like a girl kind of walking down the road was like hi Mr. Johnson how's it going and then she sees like two dudes who are like tr- like two cops like one of them trapped under a car was like help somebody get help and he's like ladies come here and then he just summons the giant fucking robotic hellhound Nazi thing from goddamn Wolfenstein who then just destroys the car and problem then, solved yeah they're going real tongue in cheek with that game which I think is kind of the best route to go for that game because like, you ever play... Did you play The New Order? No, but I've played the older games. 
You should really play the New Order. The New Order was fucking fantastic. It was essentially what Doom did. Well, I, I, feel, I feel like the only reason that Doom was a success was because they kind of learned the lessons that, need, that they needed to from the New Order. Because that game, it was... It was the same kind of like insane shit happening. Like you have fucking like the multiple shotguns. You have you have like all the kind of shit that you like expect from a fucking Wolfenstein game. But it also had like a like real story to it. With like actual character and stuff people that you cared about. And that it seemed to be kind of like carrying that over into this one. It's more focused on Well, it's still focused the same on like the insane shit you get to do, fighting mechs, being piloting one of those big robot dogs. Then also has like a story and character. Which is cool. I can't fuck away for that it game. It looks real fucking cool. It's pretty cool. Moving on to Ubisoft, and speaking of cool, but cool and weird in a whole other way than that one was Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. It is a crossover game with Ubisoft Rabbids that plays like XCOM. And this isn't a joke this time. This is not a joke. This is a for real thing. They announced it at Ubisoft and then confirmed it further at the Nintendo press event thing that they did. And yeah, so you're just you're like playing as Mario as well as some other rabbits who are dressed up like Mario characters, and you all have like fucking guns. And yeah, it all plays like fucking XCOM. Like you go in, like you go into a battle area, and then you can like move a certain amount, but you can move further than that for a dash. But that takes your attack action. You can like bounce off of fucking allies and shit, doing doing jumps and whatever. There's half cover. There's full cover. There is. There's you you, you you can put your fucking characters into Overwatch. Like there's a point where Mario goes into Overwatch and then shoots a dude. It is so fucking weird. Look up a trailer for this if you haven't seen it yet. It is the weirdest goddamn fucking thing, and it was kind of amazing. So that's coming out August 29th, and I kind of really need to switch. Well, I guess good luck with that for me because I just checked all over fucking Canada and the cheapest price I could find it was $700. For a Switch? Yep. Maybe around holiday time, the prices, they'll actually have like fucking things I can afford. But yeah, after that, uh, they went a bit more into Assassin's Creed Origins. Nothing real. Oh, oh. I'm watching the trailer right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, hey, it's Peach. Wait. No, no. This shit's fucking crazy, dude. Hey, it is. I'm going to say, this, this is the most elaborate April Fool's joke I've ever seen. Oh, wait. Yeah, this is a real fucking thing that's happening. This is a game that will yeah. be put out on shelves that people will pay money to play. I might be one of them. Like I said, it's coming out August 29th. This just looks insane. Yeah, I know, dude. Good luck getting a Switch before then. Yeah, I know. So, moving on from there, they showed off a bit more Assassin's Creed. Nothing we didn't already see. That's still coming out October 27th. Uh, they went on to the crew, too. 
because the crew is a thing. What's the Assassin's Creed thing that costs eight hundred dollars? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm gonna say, or was that was that made up? I just remember people raging about that. It was like a special edition that costs eight hundred dollars, and I was like, well, "That sounds oh. like something nobody in their right mind would ever buy." Uh, yes, there is apparently an eight hundred dollar Assassin's Creed Legendary Edition. Yeah, for Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, so according to Ubisoft, wow. uh, the Dawn of the the Dawn of the Creed Legendary Collector's Edition is available now exclusively from the Ubisoft Store, with only nine hundred ninety nine units produced worldwide. For $800, it includes a highly detailed 28.7-inch resin statue of Bayek, the main character, a collector's certificate of authenticity, an exclusive replica, replica of Bayek's Eagle Skull amulet in resin, two exclusive Assassin's Creed Origins steelbooks, and four large lithographs signed by Ubisoft Montreal studio artists. My word. But it's $800. 800 fucking dollars. You, you could buy a new console for that and still have several hundred dollars to spare. I could buy a fucking graphics card for that. You could buy a Switch at outrageous prices for that. Yeah. Then I could fucking play that weird Mario thing. That just that just sounds like I I I mean maybe I underestimate what people will shell out to get a collector's item, but I can't imagine anyone in their right mind spending that much for a game. Watch them be sold out by the time we're done recording. Probably, but I mean, like every time I look at it, I just feel guilty. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Anyway, the crew too. That's coming early next year. It's fucking driving. There are dirt bikes and boats and cart and planes and shit. South Park, the fractured butthole. Ha, 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 ha. That's ha. we got a date for that, October seventeenth, yes. and that game is not looking as funny as the other one. Did you play that other South Park game, Stick of Truth? Stick of Truth, yeah, I did. Yeah, that was like all right. So it was all right, but I mean, South Park kind of stopped being funny, like. Ten years ago. Okay, fair, but like this one seems like I mean, especially right. not funny. Yeah, no, not really. Like everything is just like DC and Marvel jokes. But if you're into, but if you're into fucking Cartman, yeah, it's basically what South Park has devolved to. Yeah, but if you're into fucking Cartman screaming, you butt fucking traitor. Yeah. The gameplay in that still might be solid though. Like it, it looks like they are changing things up, but kind of in an interesting way, at least. Anyway, after that, they, things got weird for a second as Elijah Wood, you know, the actor, uh, showed up on. Yes, that guy yeah, showed up in a video with his film with his film company to, I think, advertise a VR game. You think I think it was really weird. There was no footage of it. It was. <laughs> It was Elijah Wood and the people from Spectre Vision, as well as a couple of people from Ubisoft, 
like sitting in a conference room talking to you, the people, as the camera pulled out and it kind of like pulled out to like this weird like research lab where a bunch of people were like sitting in a circle that had VR headsets with a fucking heart monitor on them as they just all started freaking the fuck out. And they just said transference. Coming spring 2018. Well, I guess that's a game. I guess. I don't know. It's a game they have nothing to show off from the actual game yet. It's like, hey, we're just in a good sign. Like, hey, we're still in the concept stage of this, but like, we'll get there eventually. But then we got to the game of their fucking press conference. I think it was all leading up to motherfucking skull and bones. So Skull and Bones is yeah, Skull and Bones is what if we took that pirate stuff from Assassin's Creed 4 and made it a full game? So no assassins, just pirates. No assassins, just pirates. That sounds like a good thing. It looked like a good thing. It looked fucking great. So you were the captain of a pirate ship, um, you could team up with other captains of other pirate ships and yeah, like they said, they said there would be single player stuff, but it seemed like the main draw of it was a, was co-op or like, you know, or PVP. They showed off a five V five PVP thing, uh, showing off one of their, um, you're showing off one of their, uh, gameplay things. One of the gameplay modes, um, loot hunt where essentially there was like loot kind of scattered around this area you had to go pick it up. Uh, team, we got the most loot, that most loot by the end of the match wins. And when you got to the end of the match, you would be all of a sudden attacked by pirate hunters. And you attack by the pirate hunters. If they take you out, you lose that loot. But if you escape, then you can keep the loot. And it looked really fucking cool. I loved that pirate shit in Assassin's Creed 4. And I would love to see a game fully based around that. Also, there's a Kraken. Not the Kraken. Yeah, they showed it like la- as like a last minute thing. It was like a little stinger. Yeah, that's coming fall 2018. And I... I'm going to be following this game really closely. I... I'm interested to see where this goes. I really want this to be good. I want to play this. After that, things got weird for a second as Just Dance happened. Like, Ubisoft always gets weird with Just Dance, but this year it got especially weird because it was also really sad. Like, have you ever watched any Ubisoft press conferences in like the last couple of years when they were doing the Just Dance stuff? No, but uh, I saw, well... I saw a couple of their boots at like Comic Con and stuff. Yeah, like, usually when they're doing like the Just Dance stuff at E3, they have like fucking twenty or thirty people. They're up there dancing. It's this big fucking thing. Like the like, a couple years back, they actually had like a live like gameplay thing of people dancing to Lady Gaga and like everywhere. And they actually like got a actually like showed a person like winning the game from dancing with their phone. Uh, the year after the year after like last year, they had this big elaborate thing to kick off their pre- fucking press conference with a bunch of people dressed up like the avatars who do the dancing in the game. Some of them were like, yeah, I'm a giraffe man. Other ones were like, yeah, I'm fucking Ziggy Stardust playing a goddamn butterfly guitar. This year, it was exactly seven people. 
Uh, three of them came out dressed like Lin Kuei from Mortal Kombat. As they did some weird like dubstep dance. Then three more ladies came, and three more people came out to dance with the robot men who were all, who were all into J-pop. And then the guy dressed in a really like falling apart panda suit comes out and dances and they all just leave. No real like no real like announcing like, hey, now just dance or like afterwards like, yeah, just dance is coming. Just hey, yeah, this this was dancing. The games come out next year or this year. Fuck it. I don't know. Fuck you. There's dancing. You know what it's for. Let's move on. Yeah, I don't know. After that, they announced a South Park mobile game called Phone Destroyer. Of course, I mean that's coming. Out, that's not? coming out this year. I really don't care what that is. They didn't. They didn't really show much of it. It looked like some kind of like card thing, I think. But who fucking cares? The next thing they announced is jumping on a different trend that I forgot was a thing for a while. Starlink Battle for Atlas. It is a... I guess it's like a toys to life. I guess that's the genre. It's one of those games where you like buy physical toys and that affects your video game. Oh, of course. I thought those were starting to lose their steam. Ubisoft just jumped on the bandwagon. Well, they might be a little too late for that. Yeah, they also might be a little too wrong for that. Because the way they showed it was uh, they had the Switch controller, and then it was a then it was like a little like plastic stand hooked onto the controller frame as you built the as you built the fucking like ship that you're flying on top of the controller. And what's even weirder is the game is coming to other platforms too. And I have no idea how the fuck it's gonna work with those other with those other platforms. Yeah, what it is is you build a spaceship. You can like swap out guns and parts and stuff. You can like swap out the body of it or whatever. But the main thing of it is you like fucking swap out the guns you have on it to give it different guns as you're just flying around doing space battles and shit. Coming out fall next year, and that game I feel fairly confident saying it's gonna be a flop. I mean, like Disney Infinity the, got fucking the shut down. Version is already dead. Yeah, like yeah. the only one that's still kind of going is Skylanders, and I have no idea why. Like nothing about. Th- I guess because it was the first one, so they're like maybe, but like Skylanders and fucking Spyro the Dragon beat Disney at a thing. Like, like even even if the game sales weren't that great, they should have been selling like fucking shitloads of those fucking minis. Yeah, after a while, people just stopped buying them. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, after Starlink, uh, they announced an Olympic, you know, an Olympics expansion pack for Steep, that snowboarding game. Yeah. Did a little scissor reel for Far Cry 5. Just kind of showing off some of your AI companions. And then they did a full-on thing for Beyond Good and Evil 2. 
with like with like a full on like fucking Fifth Element esque like open like cinematic trailer. And they said the game would be, and they kind of said the game would be online, like having a. Like they, they described it as an online universe as you fucking went out there and did shit with people. I've never played that original Beyond Good and Evil. I just bought it actually. I bought it today on Steam. Really? Just like, so just so I could see what the fuck is up with that game. Oh yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember people liking it that much. No, that, that's the thing. I remember. I remember. I remember hearing a lot about it around the time. Like around the time the game came out, I just started getting into games journalism stuff, and so I started hearing, you know, about more and more about games. And it was like, yeah, fucking Beyond Good and Evil. That game is fucking great. But I never fucking saw it anywhere because apparently the game like. It rated really well with critics, just nobody bought it. But now I guess people have given enough money to it, or Michelle Ansel's name carries so much weight that Ubisoft's like, yeah, fuck, go ahead and make your own thing. <laughs> and it was kind of great. Uh, Michelle Ansel, after the like the cinematic trailer finished, everybody was freaking the fuck out. Like, yeah, fuck, I'll go deal too. And then Michelle Ansel came out, and he was like on the verge of crying, seeing their reaction to it. Some real good, like actual human moments in this year's E3. I guess so. None of them were. In, none of them were at the PlayStation press conference, though. That thing was sparse. I think in that entire press conference, there were seven people, and only one of them got to have like repeat time on stage. Yeah, so a bunch of the games were... Um, a bu- I, guess, I guess Sony got a good look at some of their games and said that they just didn't have a prayer. No, but here's the thing. A bunch of their games, like the new games, were actually announced in the pre-show. And then when you get to the actual press conference, they only talked about things we already knew about. So they were just trying to get it out as early as possible, pretty much. I guess so. And then gave up pretty much all their good stuff right away. Okay. Yeah, so like in the pre-show, um, we got confirmation of well, I guess we, well, some of it we got confirmation of, some of it we already knew about. Uh, Knack two is a thing. Remember Knack, that PS4 launch title that everybody hated. Yeah, that's gonna get a sequel with co-op in it. Never played because I don't have a PS4. But yeah, that's getting uh, that's getting a uh, sequel I mean, on September fifth with co-op gameplay in it. Uh, they announced something called PlayLink, which seems to be like a really shitty version of Jackbox. Uh, they showed off some gameplay of Matterfall, a new game from Housemark, coming out on August 15th. Matterfall is... From, uh, so Housemark there, they did Resogun, which is another PS4 launch thing. And it is... You are just a dude kind of running around. You have a gun that can make things solid and make things not solid. So you can pass through them and like bullets can pass through them and stuff. And a lot of particle effects, a lot of shit happening on screen at any given time. It looks kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh... Everybody's Golf, the latest installment in the Everybody's Golf series, formerly known as the Hot Shots Golf series. Uh, that's coming August 29th. Uh, they showed off a bit of Gran Turismo Sport. I want to say a bit, I mean a bit. Most of their time devoted to that game was just like the guy who ran the studio showing off the studio. 
like, hey, here's where we do like landscape stuff. Here's where we do like driving stuff. Uh, here's my office where I fucking play piano and play here's racing games all day. <clears throat> here's where we're making the game that we can't show yet because we didn't make it. I have like nine cars. All of them fancy. Uh, they showed off a couple of VR games uh, in the pre-show. One of them didn't really show off, I guess, so much. Uh, and just kind of like, as more of this, like, said it like, hey, we're making this thing called Spark. Don't really know much beyond that. Uh, Super Hot VR is coming to PS4 VR. Of course. Uh, they announced Tropico 6 coming to PS4 in 2018. Which... You ever played Tropico? No, I don't think I have. What was it about? Uh, you're like the dictator of a small island nation trying to make it the best nation ever. I think. I guess you haven't played it either. No, I've seen it around a lot. Like Tropico Five has been getting was getting a lot of fucking was getting a lot of fucking hype. But it came out a few years back, but then I haven't really seen it as much. Yeah, that's. Then they did two other things for the um, pre-show. They said that oh, Undertale is coming to PS4 and Vita. It'll be getting a physical release. Uh, one of them with just a regular old illustrated story booklet. Another collector's edition. With the story booklet, uh, a soundtrack, and a musical locket. Just like crack it open and it has a little music box in it that actually plays, I think, the Overwatch, the Undertale theme. Yeah, there's a music box that plays the Overwatch theme. Yeah. yeah. This is a nice crossover they got going there. Yeah, and then they showed off some of Nino Kuni 2. Revenant World, I think is the subtitle of that. It's coming out November 10th. People are really looking forward to that. Yeah. Then we get into the press conference proper, where we start off with five of the six people that will be appearing on stage, which is a band. They're up on stage just playing fucking sitars and shit to lead into a little cinematic trailer for Uncharted The Lost Legacy, which is about uh, Chloe and Nadine from far from Uncharted 4. A little standalone thing with those two. Uh, there is going to be a, an expansion pack coming for Horizon called the Frozen Wilds coming out later this year. That's cool. Horizon's pretty good. It looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they showed off a bit more of Days Gone, which I'm, I'm still not sure of the appeal of. So Days Gone is a post-apocalyptic biker zombie game. And uh, it seems like the big hook of it is that there are a lot of zombies. And the zombies swarm like insects. And that's a do they run? about it. Yeah, they do run. It's like... Like, oh, like, no. whenever, like whenever they show the zombies, it is... It is just like this insane fucking like just hundreds or dozens like dozens or hundreds of fucking bodies just falling over each other trying to run in and just like swarm over these fuckers. 
but yeah, other than that, there's I don't really see anything to it. Like it looks pretty good. The graphically, the the swarm stuff looks really interesting. It's just there's nothing really else to it. Like it's an aesthetic we've seen before. It is. It's nothing we haven't seen before. It's just you know more of it, kind of. Yeah. It's more zombies, more biking. Yeah. Then <sighs> that's Monster Hunter World, a new Monster Hunter game for PS4. Oh. Yeah, it'll actually be a. Apparently, fun. that's going to revitalize the the uh, console in Japan if. Monster Hunter's popularity is anything to uh, consider. Yeah, I, you know, like I said, I think I was watching with like people talking about talking over it. As soon as, as soon as fucking Monster Hunter came up, one guy just off camera just started screaming. It's really popular over there. Yeah, and it's like really popular with a very small group of people over here. I might end up picking that up. See what that's about. After that, I uh, wanted them to try. I mean, it was all right, yeah, but uh, you know, nothing I'd ever played before. Yeah. After that, we got a we got the announcement of a second remastering of Shadow of the Colossus. So yeah, if you bought it on PS, any different? Or? Nope it's it looks better. Oh. It looks like it is. It looks like it isn't like upresed things, and Four it actually is like new models again. What was that? I said, was it, is it four times the pixels again? Um, I don't think it's 4K. I think it actually, like, from what I remember of the PS3 remastered version, it was just like taking those assets and then like upresing them and running them at like better frame rates. This seems like a kind of like from the ground up yeah. rebuild. Well, at least they're trying. Yeah. I might end up getting back into it again. I'll try it again, maybe. I mean, it was a classic for its time, but uh, I don't know if it needed to be released tw- re-released twice. Well, apparently it did, because that studio needed money. So, uh, we got a big old trailer for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, and it looked kind of really bad. Yeah, hype for that died pretty quickly, especially after the Dragon Ball game was announced. Oh, yeah, it was fucking almost immediate. Yeah, they showed off they showed off that game a bit. Um, at no point did they show any actual gameplay or say it was a fighting game. It was all just fucking cinematics. That's, that's worrying. Yeah, uh, the game's coming out September 19th, and they also have a story demo available now for the game, according to that press conference. Story demo. Yep. Which means no actual gameplay. Maybe they've taken the maybe they've taken the um, the Nether Realm model and just have that story be interwoven with the gameplay. After that, they showed off a bit of Call of Duty World War Two. That's still coming November. It looks like Call of Duty in World War Two. I mean, like modern Call of Duty in World War Two, as opposed to old school Call of Duty in World War Two. Did II. you expect? Did you expect any 
did you expect any less? Not really, no. After that, we got a little bit. Of, we got a little bit of a VR block. Uh, they showed off a bit of Skyrim VR. They showed a trailer for something called Star Child, which appears to be a 2D side-scrolling platformer in VR. Uh, they showed off the in- they showed off the impatient uh, from Supermassive Games, the guys behind Until Dawn. They showed off a Final Fantasy 15 fishing VR game. I believe it, now I think, just getting desperate. I think it's called Monsters of the Deep. But yeah, it's just fucking Noctis standing in the lakeside fishing. And then they now they're just getting desperate. Yep. Yeah, uh, then they showed off Bravo Team, which is the most terrible looking fucking thing I've ever seen for VR. Like it looks like it looks like a game from two thousand five. Like it is one of the. It's it's one of the things that seems like a thing that somebody would be really cool. These are some of the things. One of the things that people would be like really into for VR if VR was being made before Call of Duty kind of became the worldwide monstrosity it was and then ended. Like with Bravo Team, you just see like two guys standing behind fucking pillars or whatever in like some Middle Eastern country, and it's like ready, ready, and they just go out and just start fucking guns blazing everywhere. It I I do not know, and that was also from Supermassive Games, which was really weird. Like Supermassive, they were showing off like a horror VR thing, and then the most garbage looking fucking VR thing I think I've ever seen. And then after that, they showed off Moss, which is a kind of VR thing where there's a little mouse going on some kind of big journey thing. He has like a grass sword, and I think you are. Like, no face from Spirited Away helping him out. Oh, that thing? Yeah. Yeah, that thing. With, oh, wow. Or at least you'll look like it. It's it's this weird, like, masked uh, figure with, like, blue lines on it and shit. I remember no face. I saw Spirited Away. Yeah. After that, God of War, that new one. That's set during Norse mythology times instead of Greek mythology times. Where you have a child. They showed off what looked like more gameplay of that, and that looked like some God of War ass God of War. I remember when they first showed off that trailer, everybody was like, oh yeah, it's Last of Us with God of War. But then in this trailer, they showed it off, and it was like Last of Us, but with God of War style combat and combos. Yeah. I'm not that big a fan of God of War. Might end up playing that. It looks interesting, at least. Yeah, well, I mean, compared to some of the other stuff they they showed at E3, yeah. Yeah, and keep in mind, while all this was happening, there was no break in between any of these fucking trailers. Like, no, at no point did anybody come out and say, like, hey, everybody, that's this game. Now, let me tell you a bit about it. It was just trailer, 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 trailer. Trailer, 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 trailer. Okay, go home. Basically. And, like, there was no, like, actual, like, break or anything either between the trailers. It was, like, there was no, like, a world premiere. It was just the trailer came on. The house lights came up. We're up for a couple seconds. And the house lights came down. The next trailer began playing. And almost every trailer started with the sound of rain. Shh. 
Yeah, I think like three games in after like the after like that sitar band left, Sean Layden came out and was like, "Hey guys, welcome to E3. Nothing should happen. Fucking everything's awesome." And then he walked off stage, didn't come back until the end of the show. It was like, "Everybody, thanks for coming out. One foul thing to show you. Peace." And yeah, so after I mean, it sounds like they had people there that didn't. It sounds like they had like guests there that just didn't show up at the last second. So they're like, "Crap." Uh, uh, I don't know. That whole production was a fucking mess, and it was really weird too. Because every once in a while, like they would, like, I think it happened like once or twice on the, throughout the entire press conference, where they would cut away to like behind the screen because it was like their setup was like a screen in front of a screen. So yeah. they, so they had like the screen playing the trailer or whatever for like days gone, and then it had the character like walking through like a bunch of hanging bodies, and then it would cut out to the actual screen view. Of like, this, of like the whole stage and there were dudes hanging upside down from the top of the stage just fucking freaking out like they were in that fucking trailer and then we cut back to that and then we cut back to the actual like just uh, the just the feed from the screen and they didn't do anything else like that for the rest of the show it's art it's artsy I guess sure fuck it after God of or War, they were they they just I don't know. Yeah, after God of War, they uh, got a bit more into Detroit Become Human, that new game from Monsieur David Cage. And this time they're focusing more on what seems to be a main character in it, uh, a guy named Marcus. He's kind of leading a cyborg android resistance movement. Do you remember what that game was? They showed off, uh, I think, like last year or the year before. What what was it called? Detroit Become Human, or Detroit Becoming Human? I'm oh, not yeah, sure which I one. Because that 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 strange title. Yeah. So it's just just what Detroit needs is humans. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah. This this focus more on like the underground resistance movement of like you know sentient cyborgs, sentient androids going out there doing things. And yeah, that's looking like a fucking Quantic Dream game. It's more and more they're showing it. And it's like, yeah, fucking Quantic Dream. They're still doing their thing. Which means at some point it's going to involve weird Aztec gods or whatever. Or just go dumb. Because Davikaya is right. It's like a fucking five-year-old. After that, Destiny 2. It's coming out September 6th. And you'll be getting exclusive stuff first on PlayStation. Like new weapon skins, new weapons, new human skins, all kinds of shit. That you have to pay for, of course. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. And they and then, not surprised. Yep, and then they wrapped up the show with Spider Man. Oh yeah, I saw that. The game looks really cool. It's basically Batman, though. It does, but I mean. Also, they already made Web of Shadows like several years ago. <laughs> it's going to be hard to top. <laughs> that was a pretty good game. Yeah, but I've never heard anybody say, yeah, Web of Shadows, that's the fucking Spider-Man game to beat right there, motherfuckers. I mean, it kind of was. Like the well, most I've ever heard about Spider-Man. Like, the highest praise I've heard about fucking a station. The highest praise I've heard about a Spider-Man game is, yeah, Spider-Man 2, that web swing all right. Which 
this one does look really good. It just has a lot of quick time events, though. I mean, so did Web of Shadows. That's not a surprise. Yeah, in that like five minute gameplay demo, they had like at least thirty percent of it was quick time events. But yeah, it's coming out in twenty eighteen, and I'm actually not looking forward to that. Like I remember last year um, when I had the previous crew on the Games Podcast uh, talking about this. They were all like, yeah, fucking Spider-Man coming. Yeah. And I was like, fucking whatever. I'm like, dude, Insomniac, they're making it. And I was like, yeah, fucking whatever. And I saw this and I'm like, all right, yeah, Spider-Man. Insomniac's making this. Then after that was Nintendo. And Nintendo kind of had the most straightforward of the press things. I heard they won. A kind of. It wasn't. It wasn't even like a. It wasn't even like a proper like yeah. press conference kind of thing. It was just a pre-recorded video of a bunch of people talking about like, hey, yeah, this is what's kind of coming. They didn't even. They didn't even call it like a press conference or even like a Nintendo Direct thing. I think they just called it. Yeah, just the just the E three twenty seventeen Nintendo Spotlight. And yeah, so from that uh, we got Xenoblade Chronicles two coming this holiday season to the Switch. Which, I, I don't know, that seems... Did you ever play any of those Xenoblade games? I wish I could, but uh, I don't have a Wii or a Wii U. And I, or, th- or a new 3DS. Yeah, but Zen- I really would like to give it a try, because... Because? I'm a, much, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Xenogears. You know, back in the PlayStation 1. And it basically, basically, this crew has been trying to make a game series for like over a decade now they can never pull it off because people always lose interest and they get canned before they're done and then they have to restart it again Uh like slightly changed because you know they have to change it slightly changed because the other people uh, own the rights to the characters now yeah so that's basically i think what this is yeah um it also is going a lot more anime like looking at um stuff from the previous games like Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles X, uh, a lot of both of them are very like kind of dark style of them, like a bit more a bit more like person looking things. Look at the trailer yeah. for Xenoblade Chronicles Two; they're going full anime with that. I think even to the point where like the guy pulls his sword out of a lady's chest. Uh, after that, new Kirby game coming. Uh, it's going to be four-player co-op, or you can just like throw weird like mushroom things or whatever into, pe- into enemies and then make them allies that are computer-controlled. That's coming in 2018. No name on it, just Kirby. Just Kirby throwing mushrooms at people. Yeah, um, Pokémon Tournament Deluxe. This is actually the first... Uh console release for that right uh no that was released on the wii u oh i thought it was arcade only nope wii u uh but but, because you know they actually have those in japan still yeah they do uh but there will be a there is a new core pokemon title being worked on for the switch uh previously they had announced previously there was like an announcement of like a new pokemon game coming and everyone was like oh yeah it's coming for the switch too and then like news got fucked up somewhere along the way that it wasn't coming for the switch but Nintendo has officially confirmed that there is one coming to the Switch. 
In case you're one of those fucking people who are like, yeah, I need a Pokemon on every Nintendo console. Uh, they, Life is not complete without it. Yeah, uh, they have confirmed that there is a fourth Metroid Prime game currently in development. That really surprised me. Yeah. But everyone was like really, really hyped for this, so I guess... I guess it's what they needed to save the the uh, E3. Maybe, but like... But I thought in, Prime 3 pretty much figured... It, I thought Prime 3 wrapped everything up pretty well. Yeah, that's what I've heard from everybody. And like even before the announcement of like Prime 4, things seem to be going well. Like the Switch is doing pretty well. Um, one of the guys like in the press conference kind of stood up there. It's like, hey, everybody, I am so fucking grateful that everybody loves the Switch. It is... Oh, we, were ho- we thought it might be another Wii U, but then you all fucking swarmed to it. It was fucking great. Like Prime Four seems Prime Four seems like a bidding the Wii U tanked hard. Yeah, like like a Prime Four seems like a desperation move. Anyway, after that, uh, they showed off a bit of a new Yoshi game. Uh, there was like a Yoshi you look kind of plush, and the world was all cardboard and stuff. Uh, you could like either tap the screen or like shake the controller or something to make it like flip around so that you were like moving in the opposite direction on like the back, looking at the back of what you were doing. That, much like Kirby, which is described as Yoshi 2018. Uh, we have an announcement of a new Dynasty Warriors-esque Fire Fire Emblem series. Fire Emblem game. Fire Emblem Warriors. Oh, yeah. I heard, I heard, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's coming uh, this fall. I don't... Re- I, I never really played a Fire Emblem game. Yeah, me neither. I, I keep trying to get into it, but, like, I don't know where to start. Yeah. Maybe it's like Final Fantasy where you can just kind of pick up whatever one that isn't marked that isn't marked a number two. Maybe. After that, uh, they detailed some of the stuff coming for um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC. So there will be two... Of course. Yes, there are two DLC packs coming for that, um... You get them both as part of the expansion pass, which is 20 bucks, which takes you both of them. The first one is Master Trials, which includes um, something called like Trials of the Sword, um, some new map features, uh, a master mode, which I think makes just things harder, like enemies, like bosses and stuff, regain health as you're fighting them. And stuff like that. Uh, that is coming out June 30th. And then there is also the Champion's Ballad coming out this holiday season, which seems to be a prequel story set like before kind of Ganon took over detailing uh, like the lives of the four champions. That could be neat. If you're into fucking no Skyrim crossover stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It turns out back in the past, like the land of Hylia was just Skyrim. Yeah. And they also announced uh, four new amiibo with that based on the Goron champion, the Zora champion, the Garuda champion and the whatever other champion there is. Those are the only Third person champion. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. I, I, don't, I don't remember what the fourth champion was. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. Because I know because um, I know um, Goron is the rock people. Zora are the fish people. Garuda are the yeah. orange people, I think. I don't know. I'm not a Zelda guy. 
That being said, I really I just remember there's bird. There were bird people introduced in um, the sailing game. Yeah, uh, Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Yeah, 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 that was it. Yeah, even though I'm not a Zelda guy, I really do want to play that fucking Breath of the Wild. It looks really cool. I went to uh, my a party where I saw some friends of mine Rito. like a couple That's weeks it. ago, and like all they did was talk. All they did was all they did was talk about how awesome Breath of the Wild was. Yeah, and everybody's fucking like, saying like, "Oh my god, it's the fucking great. greatest game ever!" Like, Bleh. I was, I was like, "This is great. I wish I could play it, but I can't." Yeah, and I'll say this: like, it's the first Zelda game I'm like actively looking forward to playing. Uh, after that, they did confirm that that shit you saw at Ubisoft about Mario plus rabbits is real. That was a surprise. Yeah, a surprise, fuck asses, like it's happening. Kingdom Hearts is April Fool's joke. Eve Guillermo is getting it to you straight, motherfuckers. Oh, they confirmed that Rocket League is coming to the Switch this holiday season. And they showed off a bit more of Mario Odyssey. With a really disconcerting trailer of Mario possessing people with his hat. I always knew that hat was evil. Yeah, the hat is, seems to be your main weapon in this game now. And you can actually throw your hat at like Goombas or Koopas or Bullet Bills or humans. And just possess them. They all of a sudden just have the hat and the Mario mustache on them. There's, there's a point in the trailer where like the, the trailer starts out with fucking... A T-Rex, a realistic-ass-looking T-Rex, just run through a fucking field, just screams, and it lifts up, and you just see the Mario hat, and the hat pops off, and Mario comes flying out of his fucking head. And then we see Mario possess the fucking, like I said, a Koopa, Goomba, Bullet Bill, those weird fireballs. He possesses a New York City taxi cab. He possesses a person. Oh, that shit looks weird. And it looks like, depending on the area you go to, you get different hats, too. Like there's one point where you get a fucking sombrero, or it might, or those might be like the suits, like power ups. The sombrero, the sombrero power up. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, he he throws the hat like fucking odd job. Mario's weird. But does he cut a statue with it? I don't think so. Yeah, I know. Real disappointing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and that was E3. Kind of a lackluster showing. Yep. Like they, I can see now why people were screaming it was ruined forever and they were about to quit gaming. And Oh my god, you ruined right there. The good, the good times are over. Like, a bunch of those games did look interesting. It's just they... E3 is getting more and more not necessary. They keep saying like, oh yeah, it's the biggest show in gaming and like get the hype up. But people will just get, people will get just as hyped for this shit if you just fucking put it in like a regular trailer on YouTube. You'd also spend way less money doing this shit. YouTube wasn't a thing when E3 started, I guess. Yeah, I guess it wasn't, but like... You, you, like, you got to change with the times, man. Like fucking PAX is a thing that happens regularly. And a lot of people, I think myself included, kind of say like, hey, 
with PAX, you kind of don't need E3. Like E3 for a while was like industry only event. We, where is the only way to get this fucking latest and hottest news and shit. But now companies are just uploading that shit to YouTube themselves. It's getting leaked all the time. And now that it's open to the public, there's not really any reason to go. Like at all. Except for industry cred, I guess. I was at E3. Even that doesn't really carry any much weight anymore. Like people have been covering E3 from fucking satellite coverage for years. Fuck, we've been doing that since this site started. Yeah, I don't know. We're covering it right now. Yeah, exactly. We didn't fucking go to that shit. We're covering news. We get all the we can get all the fucking news out of this shit. We didn't go there and we're we're talking about it. Yeah, bitch. I remember for the longest time, what used to happen was E3 was like so all encompassing that I actually had to like basically shut down the site for a week just to cover E3 stuff. Like I think up and how long has this site been have been active for? Uh, seven years this August. Wow. Yeah. I've been doing this since August twenty second, two thousand ten. Wow. And I've and I and I, like I've been doing this for seven years, and I'm only at this level of quality in it. Wonder what your first year was like. No podcasts. No podcast. Nope. It was just you typing about it. Yeah, just me writing articles and shit. And then in 2011, we started doing podcasts. Did podcasts even exist in 2010? A little bit. I mean, I, I guess I guess they did, but like, I don't think it's like you know now where it wasn't the industry. Yeah, it wasn't the industry it was today. But like, yeah. people like still did podcasts. They mostly did them like for fun. Like, I think the only people doing them were like fucking sarcastic gamer. Anyway, that was E3 this year. Thank you for joining us. We actually got a decent sized show out of this. Well, maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not the yeah. I guess I'm saying it's a good thing we didn't talk about any games. We yeah. should be getting started now. Ah, we'll be back to our regular show next week with Caveman back. Hopefully, talk about you know games we're playing and stuff, video games and shit. I'll actually have things to talk about. So will Alex probably, unless you still hopefully. haven't gotten on that. Unless you still haven't gotten off that Cold Steel shit. I don't know, man. It's, it's a really long game. <laughs> I've already been playing like 30 hours, and I think I'm only half done. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> well, anyway, thank you for joining us. <sighs> we'll be back two weeks' time. Let's the Destro Prods doc podcast. In between now and then, some stuff's happening. I don't know. Till then, I'm dead. Alex, who's not dead, I'm alive. We'll see you guys next time.